Homily 3 of Coptic Homilies in the Dialect of Upper Egypt by E. A. Wallace Budge. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Discourse of Athanasius, Archbishop of Rakote, on Mercy and Judgment. The world which hath no remembrance of God, O my brethren, is governed by the injustice which appertaineth to cruelty, and by the inhumanity which appertaineth to weakness. Even as the holy apostle spake, saying, According as God did not think fit to let them remain in a state of rectitude, God gave them over to hard-heartedness, and to doing the things which were unseemly. And they worked injustice of every kind, and wickedness and evil, and deeds of avarice. And they were filled with calumnies and murder, and with contention, and the cunningness of the evil heart of the informer and of the talebearer and with the works of the debaucher, which are hateful to God, and with the pride of the babbler of foolish things, and of him that seeketh to find out the things which are evil, and they hearkened not to the words of their parents, and were fools, and men without belief, and were arrogant without mercy. These are they whom God converted to the worship of God, and he teacheth them also to depart from that which is evil, and to have merciful care for him that is his neighbor, according to that which Isaiah taught us, saying, In the character of God, cease ye from the things which are evil. Learn to do that which is good. Now the law containeth a very large number of precepts, which do injury to him that is our neighbor. But there are also therein commandments concerning charity, or the love of men, and the doing of deeds of mercy to each other. Now if it happen that a man omitteth to keep one of these precepts, it will not be sufficient for him to put another in its place. Neither will the man be acceptable before God, who doeth good with that which is gained from the profits of injustice, if he give nothing of the things which he himself possesses. Because even the men who do unjust things make the attempt to offer up gifts of their own goods to God. For it is written, The sacrifice of wicked men is an abomination unto God. Therefore, concerning him that showeth himself to be without mercy, doth he, i.e. the book, say, Unto him that shutteth his ears, and hearkeneth not unto the poor, God will not hearken when he maketh his appeal to him. Therefore hath the book of Proverbs counseled us, saying, Give thou to God of thy labor in truth, and thou shalt give him the first fruits of thy righteousness. Now supposing that thou didst give a gift to God, of a part of something which had been obtained by thee through injustice or plunder, thy gift would not be very acceptable to him, either because thou hast obtained that something by injustice or plunder, or because thou wast giving a portion of it to him as a gift. For thou must bring as thine offering the gift which is pure, even as it is written, the offerings of the upright are acceptable unto him. And moreover, if thou dost acquire possessions through thine honest labor, thou shalt bring unto God offerings from the same, whereon the poor shall feed themselves. Yet they shall be accounted unto you as things plundered, according to that which he spake by the prophet Malachi, saying, The first fruits and the tithes are stolen by you, and the plunder shall be in your houses. Now it is meet for us to mingle mercy with judgment, and we must acquire the faculty of judging, but we must speak in mercy, according to that which is written. 
Keep mercy and judgment, and do thou draw nigh unto thy God at all times. For God loveth mercy and judgment. Let him draw nigh unto God, who careth for the poor in mercy. Finally, let each one of us now in this place, i.e. the world, examine himself. Let the rich man consider most carefully concerning the things which he hath gotten, and among which he considereth the gifts of God to be, whether he hath acted justly towards the poor man, or whether he hath taken advantage of his weakness, or whether he hath claimed more than his share of that which belongeth to him, or whether he hath employed force in his dealings with him, instead of righteousness. Now we are commanded in respect of our servants to keep strict justice when dealing with them, and to treat them equitably, because thou hast the power to deal unjustly, do not practice injustice, and because thou art able to defraud, do not claim more than thy share. On the contrary, because thou hast the works of power, do thou make manifest the works of righteousness, for it is not a matter which is impossible for thee to perform. Thou art obligated to give a proof of the obedience and fear which are in thee in respect of God. But in that wherein thou hast the power to transgress, thou shalt not transgress. Supposing thou didst carry off the tools of certain poor men, and didst give them to other men, thou wouldst be acceptable neither for thy theft nor for thy gift. Why shouldst thou pollute thy riches, and bring upon them works which are unrighteous? Why shouldst thou make thine offering to be an abomination to God, by undertaking to offer up an offering of injustice, because thou thinkest to do a kindness to other poor men with it? Be merciful unto that man who hath suffered injustice. Do deeds of kindness and charity to this man, and act with gracious goodness to that man, that thou shalt thereby perform mercy and judgment. For God doth not make himself a partner in greediness, neither doth he share with thieves and robbers. It is not impossible for him to feed the poor whom he hath committed unto us, but he requireth the fruitfulness of righteousness and the love of men at our hands, whereby we shall be both of use to others and do good to ourselves. Mercy hath no existence in injustice, neither hath blessing any existence in cursing nor doth the doing of acts of kindness spring from the tears of those who weep. For God spake concerning the tears that moved him of those who retreated unjustly, saying, These are the things that ye do which I hate. Ye cover over my altars with tears, and weeping and sighs which arise from sufferings. Acts of this kind performed in this manner are works of vanity, and they are performed for the sake of the approbation of men, and not for the approbation which is from God. It is for this reason that the Lord rightly said, Do not your acts of charity in order that men may see you. For if thou wouldest do thy works of charity, so that it shall be God alone who knoweth thereof, thou wilt guard thyself from doing them in greediness. For thou knowest that thou wilt not please in this manner God who watches us. Let us perform our acts of charity in such a manner that we may receive the reward, therefore, from God. Now though God giveth his good gifts unto those whom he honoreth, he honoreth in no way whatsoever him that seetheth more than his share. Refrain from making an offering unto God, if thou causest grief to thy brother, 
For the book saith, If thou goest to offer up an offering upon the altar, thou shalt remember in that place, if thy brother hath any matter against thee. If he hath, go forth first of all, and make thyself to be at peace with thy brother, and then come in and offer up thy gift. Remember then Zacchaeus, the tax-gatherer, who determined to restore to him that had been defrauded his property twofold, and in this way he divided his possessions among the poor, for he knew that he wished to receive Christ unto his house, and that Christ would only receive unto himself those who give gladly unto the poor, and that he would not receive him unless he did away with his averseness and the things which he had acquired unjustly. And in this manner did the Lord receive in integrity Zacchaeus, who said, Salvation is in this my house this day. And these things we would say unto those who do works of charity, but who do not take care to be scrumptiously fair and just. And we would also say them unto him that keepeth strict watch on himself in respect of committing acts of injustice, but is careless in respect of doing works of charity. The tree which beareth not fruit they cut down and cast into the fire. In this manner this tree will never give pleasure to the husbandman, who appertaineth to heaven, who spake, saying, I came seeking for fruit on this fig tree, and I have found none. And he commanded them to cut it down, so that it might not make the ground to be without value also. And they are also wont to condemn him that giveth no pledge to the poor. And there is their act of punishment because of this in the following words. For he saith, He who forgetteth to give a pledge to the poor shall cry out to God, and he will hearken unto him. And God saith, For I am the merciful one. Now it is a terrible thing, and a matter wholly outside the law, for thee to come back and reap thy fields a second time, or for thee to come back and gather grapes a second time from thy vineyard, or for thee to come back and gather fruit a second time from thine olive trees. For it is meet that thou shouldest leave these for the poor. If now these commandments were given unto those who were under the law, what shall we say in respect of these who are under Christ? These are the words which the Lord spake, saying, Except your righteousness exceed that of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall not enter into the kingdom which is in the heavens. Therefore we must give not only from our fields, and from that which cometh in to us, but also of the work of our hands. And the apostle taught us that we must give unto those who have nothing at all, for he spake, saying, Ye shall accept the good things, in order that ye may find the wherewithal to give gifts to him that is in need. Unto him that wisheth to follow in the steps of the Saviour will the Lord reveal his divine person, and he will make him to give of all his substance, and to do that which is good to the poor, and in this wise he shall follow in his footsteps. Now those who follow in his footsteps, and those who are perfect, give effect wholly to the great and perfect readiness to give which is in charity. He gave them this commandment in order that they should perform service by means of their possessions, and should convert the raiment also to the service by the word and the spirit. He gave them this commandment in order to make them do acts of beneficence, and to give gifts for the common good, and to continue to do so with what they had, 
so that through these things they might find themselves to be like unto the love which God hath for man, and might do works of charity and give thanks. For he spake, saying, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Be merciful, and mercy shall be showed unto you. Through the things of this earth, moreover, he promised to them a share in those things which are with him. For these are they who shall take their stand at the right hand of God. And these are they unto whom the king, when he shall come, shall speak, saying, Come ye blessed of my father, and ye shall inherit the kingdom which hath been prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and ye gave me food. I was thirsty, and ye gave me water to drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me to yourselves. I was naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then the righteous, having marveled at these words, shall say, Lord, at what time did we ever do these things unto thee? And he shall say unto them, Amen, I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of these few little ones, it is to me that ye have done these things. For ready kindness shown to the saints is piety shown to Christ, and ready kindness shown towards those who belong to Christ maketh him that showeth it to be a minister of Christ, not only if he hath many possessions, but also if he hath very few. Whatsoever he hath, this shall he offer. And if a man shall give only a cup of cold water to a disciple, in the name of a disciple, Amen, I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. And he will give it unto thee, O rich man, the occasion for true liberty. For through these things thou shalt find thyself to be a fellow worker with God. Thou shalt feed with the soldiers of Christ, and thou shalt feed with them at thy will. And thou shalt be constrained in no wise. For the King of heaven neither setteth restraint, nor maketh demands upon the perfect. He receiveth to himself those who give willingly, in order that those who give may also receive, and that those who pay honor may themselves be honored and that those who make themselves partners with the poor in things which are temporal shall be invited to take their share with them in the things which are forever. These things, let us remember, are forever and for all time. And let them be before our eyes, and they shall be in our souls, in order that we may make use of the time and not allow it to escape from us. And we must not forget the things which are. Now let us await after them that which is to come, lest through our expectation we thrust the matter behind us, and there come upon us our end. Now the Lord give this unto us that we might find ourselves keeping watch, and we must produce fruit and labor in the remembrance of his commandments, and we must make ourselves ready for his glorious rest, and then nothing whatsoever shall give us offense. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom be the glory, and with him the Father, and the Holy Spirit, for all ages. Amen. End of homily three.